Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. from the WTAF of This Country podcast. I really enjoyed it. If you love that podcast, try our new one, where Pavo... You have to find out about me. And Neil... As you may know, I'm not always the most macho of men. Chat about everything. everything. Are you going to please everybody? I don't think you are. Join us every Wednesday for some fun topical chat where we ask the hard-hitting questions. How do I take my tea? Where we reminisce about days gone by. What is my most embarrassing moment? Would it be soiling yourself somewhere? (laughs) It is, actually. (laughs) Where we give you, the listener, the chance to learn all about us. When you get an ear infection, if you remember you're sick, you don't even need... That sounded Liverpool. Sick. 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 Please download, subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and all other podcast platforms. But thanks for noticing. Pavo and Neil. Chat about everything. everything. Yeah, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 I like that one. Good evening, everybody. This is Terry, live from the Bowls Club, to say what the actual fuck. See you and on. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to WTAF of this country podcast. Now, first, he's the man that was very good goal attack at university that earned him the name of nonchalant Neil. It's Neil. <laughs> nonchalant or nonchalant? No, I wasn't going to say nonchalant. I did think of that, but it needed yeah. to like have like two or three syllable words to make it sort of funny. <laughs> I goal, goal attack, that's netball, isn't it? Yes. Netball. There we are. Yeah. Something I haven't played. What, netball? No, I've never played netball. No? No. Well, I have a feeling that our guest uh, has, she has Ooh, a, has well, a finger up, out. and I think she's ready, <laughs> ready to go. So our superfan guest this week is another broadcasting legend from the BBC, joining the list of superstar names like Faye Hatcher, Steve Nibbs, and Ali Jones. Please welcome BBC Radio Gloucestershire's very own Anna King. Ooh, 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 hello. hello. Hello, Anna. Nice to see you guys. I feel honoured. Well, it's nice to have you here. 
Um, sorry it's taken so long. Yeah, I noticed I'm about six down the list. So, you know, a woman could get crushed. But <laughs> I'm choosing be. not to be. We We're... have got a list on the back of the door and we've crossed everyone's name <laughs> out. We, we saved Anna the best till was... last. Yeah. Yes. Oh, OK, people... keep it coming. There yeah. So, goal attack then? Goal attack. Well, on my best, best day, because you'd be surprised, but I'm not actually made for sport. Um, I got into the second reserve team, got onto the bus, went to the school that we were playing against, didn't get called up, came back again. And that, my friends, is the nearest I got to goal attack. There you are. But did your team win? Oh, I don't know. I was reading you the book. Care. I lost interest because <laughs> it wasn't about me. No, you, didn't <laughs> you didn't care. Right, um, we're here, first of all, to talk about this country. So the question we like to ask all our super fan friends for, at the very start is, how did you find out about this country when it first came out? I, I stumbled across it, but... Day one, this is unheard of for me. I am classically the last to catch on to anything good. It was about five series into ER, and I went, oh, this is really not bad, is it? You know? <laughs> and I just kind of caught on. For this country, I was in at the start, and I'll tell you what, I was hooked from day one, uh, episode one, because it was the only time that I'd ever come across something that reflected truthfully my own upbringing. Right. I grew up in the midst of the countryside, near nothing. Um, I mean, I was just, uh, in every way, This, I thought, this is this is me and this is my childhood, you know. I was that child who spent three hours one afternoon trying to resurrect a dead rabbit. And, then, and I was thoroughly entertained and went home at the end of the day chuffed, if not, you know, actually making any progress. I did get fleas, but, you know, that But that was my exciting <laughs> childhood, you know, day in rural life. Mm. And so the minute I got onto this, I thought, this is actually what my childhood was like. The biggest excitement would be the Scarecrow Festival, or in our village, it was the biggest leaf competition. <laughs> really? And so I won every single year without fail because my great-aunt had rhubarb that grew the other side of her stream. And because nobody could get to it except my poor, long-suffering father once a year for this competition, um, these leaves were like as big as, you know, big as a house. Wow. So, yeah, so that... So I, it, I got it instantly. I thought, yeah, this is my childhood. This was me. Just veer off a little bit. Was it the same leaf each year? Or? Yeah, no, we didn't. No, we didn't resurrect it. No, right. we had to go back in the hope... Um, that it was a, a new one each year. Which right. it was, yeah. I was unbeaten. Unbeaten, wow. mate. Eat your heart out. So have you always grown up in the Cotswolds then? No, I <laughs> no. was in the Cotswolds. No, I grew up in Wiltshire. I'm a, right. I'm a Salisbury lass. In fact, I grew up in a little village that nobody's heard of called Winterslow. Um, it's the most spread out village in England. That's his Sounds like some out of Game of Thrones. Winter sleigh's coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there, that was it. And then I came gradually with broadcasting up to Gloucestershire to live. Right. And, you know, death of ambition, once you get here, you don't want to go anywhere because yeah. it's lovely. But yeah. that's what you find with this country anyway, is it, it's relevant to all rural life rather than just being yeah. Cotswold-centric, isn't it? Yeah. As you can you know, identify the, with spe it. Spending hours standing in the bus shelter completely, for my, my equivalent of that was when we used to get halfway towards school. You'd have to get two buses to get to school. So, but waiting for the second bus to arrive, I used to stand and I'd sort of, eked out my place it had taken me about three years to get it and i was not you know get issuing it for anybody and this was that i stood in the photo booth and that my friend 
was the height of cool for me was that I was in the photo booth with or without the grey curtain across oh, right. <laughs> every morning about 8.15, thank you. Right. So is it Kerry and Curtain that you sort of feel is, is who you relate to more in, I'm in the series? I'm probably Kerry. Right. I'm probably Kerry, yes. Um, who I relate to most now, looking back, is the vicar. I adore the mm. vicar because I think he's so genuine, you know. I mean, I, I know he's very funny, but I actually... I'm very fond of him, you know? Yeah, yeah. And if anybody started to really mock him or to... Oh, I couldn't cope with that. But like, no, 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 no. You know, he's got their best interests at heart. I love the vicar. Yeah. He's, he's almost... I say almost the moral compass of the show, apart from when he has his couple of little meltdowns. Well, yeah. but isn't it more dramatic for that? Though? Absolutely. You know, when he finally kicks off, mm. says, get out of the way, I've got to get to the hospital. He's I mean, got that you, little dark... You'd move, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah. He's you'd got move. that little dark vein yeah. of evil in him. But you know... Oh, do you really think so? I think evil? Well, well no. just that, that dark side. He's got that little no. bit, a little shade of a dark side to I think it, everybody's I think. got a, a level, haven't they? <laughs> or a point they'll reach before they lose their temper. Yeah, mine's not very long in, I'll be honest. We, we, found that, we found that out before we went on yeah. uh, Before we went on air. We won't say why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, no, I'm, I'm a bit quicker off the mark than the vicar is, but that's another reason I love him, you yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. I think it's the charm, and that he gave up an amazing music career. You know, he could have been... I could have been playing him. Yeah. I could have been playing him on a daily basis. Yeah. But he turned his back, yeah. you know, just uh, for the dog collar. So yeah. you've got to love him for that, haven't you? Absolutely. But that's the thing with this country as well. A lot of the characters are relatable. We've always said we everyone knows somebody like Mandy. <gasps> God, I hope not. I, do you know what? I'm, I would be terrified if I found Mandy. I mean, I would instantly say... Yes, I will have a grant tattoo because I think that's your that's your out. Isn't it? Yeah. That's the only way you're going to leave the building. But um, I don't recall ever knowing somebody like a big that. Mad- no, no, no I'd be maybe it's just a Sarasesta thing. Then I think it is. I think it's a South Cerny thing or something. You know? Well, yeah, <laughs> Sarasesta. Yeah, but we've had other guests say that they know people yeah, in really? the villages. They well, when, I don't know, did you guys go to some of the um the, the very first of the events at the Bingham Hall when that when they all came out and it was the first get together when we with the with the Past, and the the real Big Mandy was like front row, and she was absolutely proud as punch. She was called Mandy, I think. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah that's they right. didn't really go for, thought through, did they, about changing names or yeah, yeah, aliases? Yeah. And she was chuffed to bits to be, you know, seen in that light. So didn't you meet her recently? I, I, I met her just before we were in the local pub before we went down for the human poppy that Sunday. Is that where and, you got your tattoo from? That was no, <laughs> <laughs> not that uh, one. What does anyway. that say exactly? Not, which one? <laughs> Well, either of them. I've got, I've got loads. I've What's got loads. That, one that one's all the initials of all my children. Well, that's what and she told you. That's it? all the initials of my grandchildren. And then I've got that one. I've got another couple, and, yeah. and that I've got them everywhere. So, have you got one on your back? Have I you haven't got, got one on my back. You no. need a Scooby Doo or a Spots, you know? <laughs> she'd do you. She'd do you two for one. Well, I'm she sure would. she'd do me a great deal. I'm get, sure she would. Get the whole cast of this country tattooed on your back. Yeah. yeah, but it wouldn't look like this country, no, would it? It's be, look like... It'd be great to have a guest, though, wouldn't it'll it? Look like, it'll look like Gareth from The Office. That's one of them it'll look like. <laughs> yeah. Just Poor I'd like Charlie, to... no, he couldn't have one, though, could he? He couldn't have Curtin having a tattoo. 
Because, I mean, you would only get half his name, you, you, right? Yeah. <laughs> One letter. No. Yeah, He's a slipsier boy. Yeah, the little pipe cleaner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Did you go to those events? There have been two now, haven't there? We, went to, we, we, we went to the second, second one. Yeah, the first one yeah. was at the... It Bing- was, um, was it the Bingham Hall, I think, was the first one. The second one was at the Bingham oh, Hall. Okay. The first one was at the Corn Hall. That That's was right, where, I went uh, to both. I should remember. Rock the Cotswolds, What it? I remember about the first one was that because nobody really had gathered, all these fans had never really gathered in one place at that point, and obviously Daisy May and Charlie didn't know what to expect no. either, but about a minute before they came out... All this chanting was like, he's dead, he's yeah, dead, yeah, he's yeah. dead, he's dead. It was coming out. And they sort of came out and Daisy May looked like shell-shocked. She mm. just blew her away mm. that everybody was, you know, was just reacting in that way. But fantastic, fantastic yeah. atmosphere. It's a great, it's a gr- we've said hundreds of times that the community is a fantastic fun, uh, fan community. And <laughs> very passionate. Very they passionate, are very passionate. Very yeah. kind. They're just a lovely, lovely... Uh... Very caring as well. well. If you read them online, how mm. caring they are to each other. So, Series 1. Oh, don't. Okay. Yeah, go on. If you had to have a favourite episode from Series 1... Oh, I know which one, yeah. Well, it's got to be the final episode of Series 1 when Curtin is going to go off to Swindon College. I... I... For some reason, I didn't watch it live that week, so I'd recorded it, and I was sitting on my own eating my cornflakes. I was, eating, yeah. I was watching it over breakfast. I thought, can't wait till tonight. I'm going to watch it over breakfast. Not anticipating the height and depths of the emotion of that blessed mm. episode. So I start off, and I'm snorting, you know, when they have that whole argument about who's going to have what, you know, and it's just, I was absolutely, you know, regurgitating cornflakes. And then... I found myself crying. Mm. I was crying real tears. It was mm. that whole moment when I thought, oh, my God, they've fallen out. He's going to go. That's the end. You know, they're not going to... I just couldn't deal with it. And I couldn't believe... I don't know where that was going with me, but it touched yeah. really deep. Yes. Did anybody else say that? Absolutely. You... Yeah, it That's really not does. the only moment, I think, especially in Series 2 and the special. There was, yeah. a, there was loads more moments like that. I'm assuming that that wasn't the only time you've cried throughout watching No, it. no, no. But that was the first time and I thought, wow, this writing and these acting skills, when you think, you know, I know, I appreciate, um, you know, Daisy May had, had, had done Rod or whatever mm, it was she'd, mm. she'd done, but I don't think Charlie had done any no, acting no, at that point, had he? No. Um, it just <coughs> absolutely took me. And I thought, just to get in a 30-minute thing over breakfast, half past eight in the morning... To go from snorting with laughter to real proper tears. I mean, my daughter came in and said, "What on earth's the matter? <laughs> How do you explain I'm watching, watching the program? You know, I'm watching a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, they're back together now. You know, Crying over your cornflakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So series two hit off quite well. Hit running, you know, hitting the yeah. tarmac well. Do you have a favourite episode from series two then? Ooh. Oh, well, you know, they started to... I just... I binge-watched Series 2, so then, then you, you merge the edges then, don't you? So remembering individual mm. ones, um, not so much. I'll tell you what I was getting ticked off by this stage, because... Just having a little rant here. Um, because I was in early doors, day one, thank you very much watching this and, and talking to anybody who would listen about how amazing this series was, I found um, Charlie, as in Curtin, Charlie, um, on Twitter, and at that stage... Frankly, he had less than a thousand followers. So I thought, right, I'm in here. I'll, I'll follow him, and I sent him a lovely message about how amazing it was. Nothing. I got n- nothing, and he's still not following me. He's got about 
whatever it is, 50,000 followers now. Uh, but nothing for me. So, you know, I'm feeling like it's a one-way street. I'm <laughs> shouting about how amazing it is, and I'm getting nothing back. So <coughs> next time you see him, because I think you've got the word, can you can you put in a good we, word? We well, certainly well, shall try. Just to follow back, it's not much yeah. to ask we in certainly life, shall is it, really? try. I mean, we've, we, we, I think we're followed by Charlie, but... Slugs won't follow us. No, I don't no. know why. I mean, he's obviously bigger well, than he's too big now. He's, yeah, yeah. Well, he wrote his book, hasn't he? You yeah. know, once he's written his book, you know, yeah, he's, I think he's, he's, he's slipped away from our fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or he's just doing it to be difficult. <laughs> were you Maybe. at school with him then? Or were you at school with the guys? No, we're a bit too old for the. Uh, I mean, our age yeah. is a bit out. Yeah. But, yeah, it was sort of through the other podcasts that we used to do that we got to know Daisy um, first and. And slugs and people like that, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, and they and they've been very supportive with this. I mean, I think a lot of people have been surprised that with a, a TV show that has had twelve episodes of special and Actors. yeah, and, award, and, award, and award. one comic relief episode, mm. we've managed to get I think seventy three podcast episodes out of that. <laughs> so we're really sort of flogging it for all we yeah. can. You know, we're going to keep it going until we get to a hundred. I'm yeah. sure. But no, why not? But I think it's because people like yourself keep it has kept it. In the public, because obviously it's not on all the time, although no. it's on on, on iPlayer but, all the but time. But I mean, I yeah, I'm always re-watching stuff, and then you go back and you just think, yeah, no, I've got to watch that one again. I'll just see that again. Yeah, I think um, that the, the problem is that everybody just wants more. They, you know, all the fans want yeah. more. Um, um, so how did you? We've said this before. When it came to the end of series two, and you have the 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 cliffhanger, did what happened in the aftermath go how you thought? Or... I was much better. Again, I was devastated. I was shouting, no, yeah, you know, yeah. because life can be cruel, but not that cruel. Come on. You know, so no, I was I, I was holding my breath and I thought, well, they could really, they could go that whole route that, that um, you know, she's in prison and everything. What, what on earth? But I was hugely relieved when she turned up on the sofa. Yeah. yeah. Was, I, there was a sort of visible, you know, audible. Yeah. I saw her there and I thought... Okay, life is good, you know, because it wouldn't. You can't, you can't. That part of the whole dynamic of a success is those two being in the same place, thinking about mm. always desperately trying to do something and not actually achieving what they want to achieve, isn't it? Mm. I don't think it would work. And it was nice to see Martin get some kind of comeuppance. Yeah, but she doesn't get it, does she? No. What? No. Who's going to tell her? Her dad's a wrong one. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You Do, know, I mean, she start, I think she started to realise that there was something in this, wasn't there, when she went to visit? When she went to visit, yeah. realised it was the wrong Martin. Yeah. Yeah, I did wonder if this could change. But, again, I, I think, no. The, the mo- that's another of those, you're talking about those poignant moments, is when she ends up. She's flying to Australia on her own. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was off again. I was yeah. off again. It's like, this, this is, is a, a solo, solo flight. flight. Yeah. Oh, my stars. It's, uh, it's Genius writing. It is. Genius. It is. But, and it's, it's that thin line of going from laughing to crying that I think is what I love about the show the most, that it's got that heart. That it's not yeah. just punchline after punchline or silly situations that, that has a, some kind of payoff. It's got genuine heart pathos, and yeah, death, yeah death absolutely pathos, yeah and i think that's what sort of puts it apart from a lot of do TV they say shows. do they ever fall fall out when they're like when they're filming because you know what brothers and sisters are like uh, not, when i've not seen when them interviewed i think it's more when they <laughs> are when writing they, when they're writing yeah yeah especially i mean jill has said that they're you know that they can be nightmares to be at home and 
you know, I think well, they don't live Creative at home as much tension. now. No. Yeah, but but that you you know, you, you, like you say, you imagine what being a brother and sister is is like. And in from that what situation. I've heard from what Charlie was saying in the past is that Daisy May was quite quite a wild one, wasn't she? For yeah, a yeah, while yeah. There. yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. But interesting it, how it's all turned out. And it obviously works. That however they do it, and you know, however long it takes, it works in in how they work. But I think um, Simon, the producer, and uh, Tom, the director, I think they have a big say in. The story the as, well, as well. And I think they, they sort of hone it in a little bit. I guess they've got to be the ones to make those... It's like killing off babies, isn't it? Trying to work out uh, when they get the raw edit and then they've got to decide what parts of scenes or what scenes mm. to cut. I cannot imagine what that's like. In fact, you could almost... You could bundle those together and I'd buy that, Frank. I'd love to see all the cuts and deleted scenes. Yeah. I think Charlie put one up on, online of mm. them all in the pub and I, I watched that more we than We said once. there must be so many, like... Um, outtakes or you know corpsing and everything like that there really must be because when we've spoken to them they've said that it's taken so many takes and that but nobody seems to want to put it out do they no really? no not things yeah. like bloopers i would love to see some bloopers so would i that. i was hoping so it'd be on the dvd that came out yeah well that's that's, that's a missed opportunity frankly uh, somebody needs to get a grip absolutely. well then what are they doing unless ha- it's like a little nest egg ready for later on <laughs> <laughs> in case anything. in their dotage yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The, blue, the Blu-ray 4K <laughs> yeah. special edition. The Megamix 12-inch version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> George Lucas puts a load of extra scenes yeah. in <laughs> droids and <laughs> animals that are flying about in CG. Suddenly Charlie's got a beard yeah. and not a beard. <laughs> and Slugs is a robot just yeah. walking down the street. Now, I've got another claim to fame, is that my mate <coughs> was nearly chosen to be Curtin's girlfriend. Really? And then at the last, she 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 got to the stage where she was sent pages of the script. She'd done recordings and sent across to them. It was getting very exciting, bubbling around in our friendship group. And really? Like, oh! And like of all the things she's done, nothing. This all paled into his insignificance, frankly, compared to oh my god, you're going to be Curtin's girlfriend. And then at the last stage, they went a different way. I, I mean, she had all the script ahead of everybody else. Wow. Show me, girl, show me. Oh yeah, God. devastation. That must be the worst. I mean, going for an acting job must be hard anyway, and auditioning must be hard. But to know that you're like one of maybe one or two, it must stop you from wanting to watch the, sh- the show. Oh, totally, because every time you look, you go, well, I would have done it better than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or some whatever. You know, yeah, because we, we know somebody that that went up for the role for Big Mandy. We do. Um, and then, and she sort of says that, I, I I don't know if I can watch it. I don't know if I can watch it, because it's almost like that that was her it's role. My it was role. nearly yeah. her role. I'd, her I'd role. have made a good Big Mandy, don't you reckon? I reckon I could, I I, could what, pull See, it. now, that's... We need to see your tattooing skills first. Yeah, yeah where's a pin? <laughs> <laughs> We've got a candle. I mean, yeah. Right, give us a pin. The thing give is, your that, arm. That, that's the sort of thing like a lady asking you, do I look nice in this dress? Because... <laughs> I could do it. I, I, I could, could nail it. I could say, yeah. I think I you'd be a perfect. Scare bit. You yeah. Oh, are you do scare a... me? <laughs> <laughs> We've got the candle. I just need a needle. Oh, I'm sure I could got, do. I mean, I, I mean, there we go. Look, I can yeah. tattoo I'm, I'm, your I'm... future child's name. Yeah. Give us your arm. No problem. No, I'll just heat that up here. Not a problem at all. Just okay, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, if someone can call the police, <laughs> please. Oh. Nobody's leaving here. Yeah. Oh my lord. What about uh, your favourite uh, uh, um, episodes then? What, what if you... series one, I still think it's oven space. Oh, well, the pizza! Oh my god, the pizza! I just absolutely think it's beautiful writing. Beautiful, episode... and, and they had it all in one. 
they had to. In fact, yeah, didn't they? they said yeah. I, I heard no afterwards. Budget. They said they had no budget. Yeah. Uh, I, naively, I thought this is genius, not without realizing that. Yeah, but that whole that whole thing being mm. done around one room mm. and the oven is that the tomato one as well? Is it, it is. It is. Tomato. And series two, I, I think it might be threatening letters. I'm still yes. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. It's when she doesn't quite know where to go with well, the, true love coming me. at her in a different She's way. very naive, isn't she? <laughs> uh, poor old Kerry. Very naive. She's supposed to be in her early 20s and doesn't realise. But that's realize. country life for you. Can if you're be, right yeah. in the, you know, sticks. Mm. I was way behind everybody else. I didn't know what was going on in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I had some catching up to do. So, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah, probably threatening letters, series two. My, yeah. Mine changes all the time. That's, that's the, the trouble. Thing, yeah. I keep I, I keep looking back on episodes and think, oh, yeah, that's my favourite. Then I'll watch another one. No, actually, I think that was better. What's the name of the one where they're, where they're aiming to go out for the <coughs> night and then they get stuck in the woods? And oh, that. Steam Fair, when they're going yeah, to the exactly. Steam Fair. Yeah, exactly. Right, you see, uh, yeah. that, again, resonates with me and, and country life because you miss one bus, your life's stuck. I yeah, mean, you might not yeah, get yeah. another bus... For hours you might not get it for a week man yeah. so you know you miss the bus and you are walking miles to go to whatever the, mm. the cinema i look back at my old teenage diaries recently and there was one where it was obviously a big thing because we didn't go to the cinema much in our house because it was in town and we were seven miles out and it said that we'd gone to see the new james herriot films so i thought this is big news you know my mum would take me to james herriot why have I got no recollection of this when mum had gone to all this effort? And even worse than that, it said, we came out before the end because we had to get the last bus home. Oh. Illustrating perfectly rural transport yeah. government. Oh, um, yeah, but even then I didn't remember. I didn't even remember that we'd left early. So, no, it, it died a death. But, yeah, that's sort of that it's, whole thing about you miss a bus and you... Your life changes. That I got that. You're screwed. You are, you to are. put it another way, you're screwed. You're screwed. Indeed. This, right. uh, this needle's ready now. Is it ready? <laughs> um, maybe just warm it up a little bit more, and we'll uh, yeah. we'll go to it. So, um, yourself in the broadcasting, was it something that you always wanted to do? Yeah, I knew I wanted to get into radio um, from an, an early age, but I didn't know how to do it. And so I kept sort of hovering around, hovering around. And then I went to Bristol, to university in Bristol. And two of my lecturers there um, were volunteers doing a programme about disability on Radio Bristol, it was at the time. And because it was a volunteer thing, they said, look, do you want to come and help out behind the scenes? Obviously, no money. Mm. you know. Mm. Um, so I used to go in and help them. And then um, a job came up. I say a job. A job came up, and it was to pay me £5 a day to go and get the guests in and out and get them cups of tea, which which was, you know, five pounds a day is bad enough. On top of that, half the time, the DJs would forget to give you the money for the coffee. So you'd then be <laughs> subbing them to get coffee for Eartha Kitt or, you know, Phil Collins or something, which is, I think they could have afforded their coffee. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was definitely money for nothing. But it got me in the door. And then I was, I was fortunate. I was the go-to girl I would do anything you know i'll do that i'll do that i'll do that i'll get there i'll do this um and, very, and pretty quickly actually i got taken on and started to, to to present and then that was it then i've never sort of stopped but that i mean that was 1986 i started so, really yeah so like, what did you do for your first show panicked okay. <laughs> as in i mean that what, nappies. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you plan what did I you, what ha- did... i'll tell you what i did i'm trying to think what i did no i'll tell you what i did um, I interviewed Leslie Crowther. Oh, okay. Wow. Leslie Crowther. He was he was performing at Bristol, 
and he lived outside of Bristol. And I always, in fact, I wrote to his wife after he died because I wanted to say what a nice guy he had been to me. He was very chivalrous because he, I was really new to broadcasting. He could have messed me up so easily because I didn't know what I was doing. I was really, you know, from beginner. Mm. But I was asking all these questions and he made such an effort to tell these amazing stories of his early days in in uh, showbiz and, and he did all things and he was really kind to me and I thought that guy didn't have to do that he didn't have to speak to me at all and he certainly didn't have to be so generous with his time and his stories so after he passed away I wrote to his wife to sort of tell her the story and to say um how much I appreciated so that was my first interview for my first show not too shabby a first interview was it was no. no I was yeah he was yeah he was a hero I just kept looking at the clock panicking because uh, in broadcasting, you know, not like a podcast, I love the fact that you haven't got to keep looking at the clock, but my, yeah. my life is spent clock watching and back timing and sorting things out. So um, I just kept looking at the clock this first thing thinking, oh, my God, I've only done another two minutes. I've got another three <laughs> hours, you know. What on earth am I going to say next? So how has, how has um, like, technology changed between when you first started to what it is now? I'm assuming it's things like having not having records yeah. to play. And... Yeah, I mean, it was we, we used to choose our own music and we had LPs and singles, you know, um, and we had what's now, ironically, very collectible BBC record boxes. You'll see them... Um, you know, on eBay or something, they cost a fortune now. But big black boxes with white BBC (coughs) printed across and you'd have all your records in there. Um, And because, obviously, uh, legally, you have to obviously pay money to everybody when you play any music, anything over a second music you've got to pay for. You've got to pay the the musicians, the writers, the, Mm. you know, the producers, the everybody. Um, So you have to write logs. Well, in this in my day when I started you had to hand write all your logs so at the end of the program you had to time each record that you played for the second and then you had to spend I don't know two hours or something a day easy it felt like it anyway maybe it wasn't as much as that but it felt like it writing down all the music you played and and how many minutes and seconds you played of it that was the starting point right you had a rule that you could not play. When I first started, you couldn't play two female artists back to back. Really? Mm. <laughs> I know. What was the reason for that? I well, what I don't know. <laughs> no well, idea. How bizarre. How bizarre was that? But you could play two male artists back to back. Uh, not a problem. But what no, happens if it was like a what not happens if it was a dollar artists. and Donna Summer? No, was, couldn't have done that. No, no. Even no, though no. it was a man and a woman. Yeah, and no, because it's yeah, but he always sounded like a girl. Didn't that it? is true. <laughs> <laughs> that, you, you're so, yeah, yeah, all of that was was um, different. I mean, obviously, all the technology, you know, we were analogue, we weren't digital. Um, but I I love all that. You know, I love, mm. even though I'm I'm not, well, I'm not techie exactly, um, I love to get the, the new technology. So every time we've had something massively new and everybody, you know, something new's going, because it's like, it's a very public humiliation when you do something wrong on air. Mm. All right, you're not brain surgeons, nobody's dead, but it is quite mortifying. So you don't want to be the one when the new equipment comes in to stuff it up. So I was always determined to to nail it, you know. So what more than once I've started a day early to make sure that I was <laughs> like, yeah, oh yeah, I could do this. No Got problem. the manual out oh, and everything. Yes, just... I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go home and have sort of, you know, nightmares all night about what could have happened. But yeah, yeah so all of that's changed, changed, changed over so the So do years. you still get nervous just before the red light comes on or no, not on a on a your average day, I don't. Um, if I've got an outside broadcast, or if I've got um, particularly tricky interview coming up that I've got to get right, you know, mm. if it's a politician and you might have got to nail them to the wall about something, or 
um, something that is you know really sensitive subject and you don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. those kind of things. I I I would be a little bit more wary of. Is but, that the kind of interview that you like doing, or do you prefer yeah. doing more of the the sort of entertainment? Well, I'm or... I'm one of the. Uh, it's interesting because everybody's different, but I actually have that. I've always enjoyed that combination. So I like to make people laugh, and that's I love that. But I do like a really meaty something that people will pull over. If I if I have, and I've had over the years, you know, somebody say, I couldn't, I just couldn't go any further. I've had to pull over and stop, you know, to hear the end of it. Then I think. I did do that inadvertently once. Um, I need to describe myself. <laughs> Suffice to say, I'm I'm quite well endowed. So let's put it that way. So, so there I am with the old equipment, and I had to lean. That, uh, hang to, on, what do you mean by your old equipment? My first bra. No, uh, the old equipment and the, and the technology. And so I had I was doing a news program at the time, so it was all quite serious, you know. And I had to lean across to get something and inadvertently my boob fired off a jingle at completely <laughs> the wrong moment and I thought there's things that you can cover and like and pretend it didn't happen and then there's that which I couldn't pretend so I thought I'm gonna have to tell people so the best thing I've learned over the years is if you can take the listeners with you take them with you you know yeah. so I said look this is what happens you know my right <coughs> my right boob just fired off a jingle and then I spent 10 minutes getting all these calls from blokes coming home on the M5 or, you know, on the F 417 going, I've had to pull over. I can't drive any further. So, yeah, you know, and that's good. That's good. It still happens now. I mean, I listen to, in my day-to-day job, I listen to Radio 2. Um, now look here. Yeah, hang on Sorry, minute. sorry. I do like... It's still BBC. I'll let you It's still on. BBC. But they, um, Claudia and... Um, the other lady from dancing were doing Tess. a t- test. We're doing that 24-hour dance. Yes, they were. Ken Bruce was playing the dance music, <laughs> and two tracks that he put on came out double speed. <laughs> and I properly laughed. Did he mean to do that? No. No, oh, right. No, he didn't. Because <laughs> it went a bit too uncomfortably long at double speed. <laughs> I bet they were about 23 hours in by then. I bet they loved yeah. it for that. It's like hardly keeping the mood. But it was making me laugh, thinking, are they going to try and keep up to this song <laughs> when they've been dancing all this time? Looking daggers at it. So what's been your highlight of who you've interviewed and apart from Leslie Crowther, of well, course? Well, no, no. Um, I don't think it's about who you interview because, uh, you know, you do do lots of famous people mm. over the years, but it's actually, it's not the famous people that are often the most memorable. Mm. It's, if you go into a room and you go out and you do a talk, you know, or you go to the WI or something and there's a room full of people and you say, right, you know, who's got who's got a story for me? Who's got something they could tell me about their life? You know that the person who's 18 rows back, who's ducking down, is going, no, 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 is probably the one mm. with the best story. Mm. Because the minute they go, oh, you don't want to talk to me, you don't want to talk to me. If you could actually sit that person down and get a little, you know, winkle it out a, a bit, they will have these amazing stories. Everybody's got a great story to tell. Yeah. Everybody's got something interesting. And it might be hilarious. It might be tragic poignant whatever but you've just got to have the ability to to find them and then find their story so that's what i enjoy on a day-to-day basis now i must admit mm. much more than the yeah you know the, the famous people so know. have you ever met a hero of yours then no i want to, my a hero would be oprah winfrey i think i'd love to meet oprah winfrey you know you'd play that play that game about who would you have at your dinner party, yeah, yeah, she would definitely be there, sort of to my right. I think okay, I'd like to 
Yeah, I'd like to speak to her. I'd love to meet Daisy. I mean, I've seen Daisy May like in a room, and then I got I bottled it. What's the matter with me? There we were at the end of that do. I was at the Bingham Hall, and I was in the front row. I mean, I was about three feet from her, and it all finished. And they sort of stood there, bless them, sort of ready to you know ready to speak. Mm. Bottled it. I mean, what am I Why like? would you do that? I don't know. It's, it's I didn't your, it's your job. Because, exactly, I wasn't in my womb, I wasn't in my studio, didn't have my headphones on. Well, you should have a set of headphones in your bag, that wherever you well, are, just shove them in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then you feel like you're there. It was daft, wasn't it? But, yeah, yeah so I, I mean, I'd have just like, the only time I've ever completely lost it like that was the guy from Cold Feet. Ooh, and normally I keep pretty cool when I'm... You know, when you meet people, even if inside you're going, wow, you know. Mm. But I can't remember. I wasn't even interviewing him. He was just walking by in the building to be interviewed by somebody else. Um, it's, uh, I can't remember his name. The James. Posh, the posh one. No, the posh one who is the wine guy. Yeah. Him. I'll he was also, he's, in, in he's in Toast of London as well. Him. Um, I, I can't um, remember what his name oh, is, but I know, I know what anyway, you mean. Anyway, anyway, yeah. him. And because I didn't anticipate <laughs> seeing him, wasn't expecting it, and I just came out of the studio and, Physically, you know, yeah. sort of smashed into him and looked up and went, Oh, oh God, I, I loved Cold Feet this before it came back. Oh, my God, I love Cold Feet. You were fantastic. I was like, <laughs> And in my head, I go, Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> but I couldn't. So uh, right, there you see. go. Somebody listened and they brought it back. Yeah. So, so with, with your music, then, do you get, you said you used to be able to choose all the music. Do you yeah. still get a chance to choose? Yeah, um, one. Not not so much now, although it's it's all got done with amazing amounts of research to make sure that you get the right mix of the right tunes for the right age group and, you know, the right time of day. So there's loads and loads of work goes into it. So me thinking, oh, you know, let's hear another one from Dirty Dancing doesn't really go in the mm. same way anymore. <laughs> but um, it's, it's yeah, no, so it's a, it's a different system now. And obviously you don't physically have... CDs, you know, no. how it is. it's all in, you know, it's just a click of a mouse in a la la somewhere. In I don't know where it is actually. In the cloud, where is, is it? it? Have you got it? What the I, cloud? My music. Oh my god, your music! It's <laughs> no. out there somewhere. It's in there somewhere. <coughs> yeah, it's, that's it's that floating works. all around us. Yeah. I was going to ask a question. What's your um, most embarrassing moment uh, on radio? I but is the, boob, have... the boob story yeah. is probably. <laughs> It's probably, I think uh, we'll go with that one. I think uh, that would probably do it, wouldn't it? There's not it? much that can touch that one. I mean, <laughs> the story. I mean, the story. <laughs> I mean, more, more cars are going to be pulling off. Yeah, right? I'm looking I'm nervous now. Pulling off the nervous. side of the road. I mean, yeah. oh God, this is going in. Anyway, right, we're going to have a little bit of a quiz. Okay. Here we go. Oh, right. Lord. We're going to play Kerry or Curtain. I'm okay. going to give you a line of dialogue. Okay. And you need to tell me if it was Kerry or Curtain that said it. Okay. Are you ready? Right. I just respect him because he's the only one in his family that has his head screwed on. Curtain. That was Kerry oh, no. talking about Kane Dingle. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, number two. There's five, by the way. Oh, it's not good. I can't feel it from about there to there. <laughs> <laughs> Curtain. It's Kerry. Oh, no. Oh, this is going well, so she's on the floor after she's just had a. Um, oh yeah, in, yeah, 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 with the breadstick in the blender. Breadstick in the blender, yes. <laughs> Number three. Oh, you're getting in your car, are you? Driving away. Harry. Yes, oh, the that Lord was when for she, that. she saw the postman and she thought the postman was going to go and give her some birthday cards. Yes, 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 yes. <coughs> Excuse my cough. Number four. On a date, you got to tell them all the interesting stuff about you because that's what they'll be interested in. Yes, curtain. 
Well done. It's like when he had to go to France to find a date. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and the final one, number five. Uh, I got car sick on the way back and had to sit at the front with Mr. Perkins. Curtain. Well done. Three out of five. That's, that's honourable. That's a very honourable. Very good. Right, yes, very you pulled honorable. that one out of the fire. Did I beat Steve Nibbs? That's all I need to know. Um, I can't remember. We'll have to have a listen back. We'll have yeah, to have, have a listen, listen back. back. I don't think he's done Carry Your Curtain. Yeah, Did we not do it No, because he came yeah. in to announce Series 2, didn't he? Oh, yes. Or, or whatever it was. He came in and did an yeah, announcement. An, oh, yeah, of course he... Well, don't worry. Not done Carry Your Curtain. Yeah, you've beaten him then. Bad start, good finish. I know. Well, you know. Uh, that's like British sport, isn't it? I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. Um, so, where would you like to see this country go in the future? With hopefully I certainly don't want it to, to finish anytime soon. I want it to keep going for a good while yet. Um, I don't want. I love the fact they keep bringing back the the same characters. Sometimes people mess with stuff, don't mm, they? And they start mm. bringing in people, and you think. No, you know, it's like, I loved Cats and Dogs. Then Cats and Dogs 2 came along, and the best character of all, they left out. Like, who, you know, who gets paid gazillion dollars to make these stupid decisions? So keep The one the... thing I never thought we'd be talking about today was Cats, Cats and Dogs, dogs the movie. I'm sorry, just with Jeff saying... Goldblum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was it? So it keep, was. The ca- keep the same characters, um, and, yeah, and so I, the charm of it, I think the fact that they've managed to hold that for several series now, I think is genius, mm. and um, just yeah, just keep it coming, guys, because yeah. we're here and we want more, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Because absolutely. Yeah. people, uh, some people have sort of said that they would like to see Mackenzie Crook come and be um, yes. Charlie's <laughs> dad, yeah. but that, I think that would again destroy the illusion. If they had someone sort of famous yeah. come and play a part, it might sort of destroy the yeah. illusion a little bit. Uh, but it is his real dad anyway. Uh, I mean, I mean you know, <laughs> that would be you know. messing with things because they couldn't have real relatives on that programme, could no, they? Oh, that no. would spoil no. it, huh? They haven't got any left. <laughs> no. I mean, everyone's in. I know. Yeah, you know, it's it's a real family affair. I'll, st- I'll stick by the day trip. I still think they should have a day trip to somewhere like Western. Western, with the with the water out, all mud, yeah. the whole time. Yeah, okay. I, I, I still You're think that would it, work. You're going to ride it or shall I? Well, let's collaborate. Collaboration. Yeah. Boy, what's going on? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you know that bros thing? Yeah. <laughs> You're the third wheel, mate. Sorry. I'm the crane. You're the what's crane. The You're the, Nobody whatever knew his second name was. Yeah, whatever his name was. I don't, if I get a million pound payoff and that's it, I'm quite happy. That's fine for me. Deal. Uh, mm. Well, kids, there's also there's a lot of stuff here you need to Google. There's Leslie Crowther, for a start, because you ain't going to know who he is if you're a young kid. Probably cats Bros, and dogs. Cats and dogs. <laughs> Yep. Oh my god. Is that the oh, one? I'm going to go back. My mind is suddenly going back <laughs> to that film. Is that the one with the white cat? That yes. Talks... Which they leave out of the second right. one. Was I Jeff mean, Goldblum in the second one? I don't know. I was too bothered about the lack of the cat. <laughs> Which it was, I always remember was hilarious that when he sat on the lap and did that <laughs> manacle laugh. Yes. Yes. There you go. Carry on. Carry on. Honestly, is that your favourite film of all no, time? No, it's not. It's it is very funny, though. Completely clear. No, it's not. Four Weddings and a Funeral is my best film of all time. So really? what did you make of the comic relief special? Terrible. I really <laughs> hated it. It was awful, it. wasn't it? Was, it was as unfunny as the film was funny. Really? Mm. It was cringy. Mm. It was I think very the tr- bad. The, the trouble is, and comic relief is fantastic for the money that it raises. Yeah, of course. But there never seems... The only thing, and this is going to sound like we're saying this because it's this country, the only thing I think over the last few times they've done it that has been funny Was has this been country. the This Country Comet <laughs> Relief thing. Everything else seems to be 
Well, that really is, cringy. That's just our opinion. Obviously, everybody's it is. Absolutely. different. Yeah. But, yeah, Absolutely. I would, um, yeah, I, this country was the highlight. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah, yeah I'd agree. probably agree with that. And it could do with being comic relief, having some more comedians on it. Just saying. Well, who do they have on it? Controversial. Yeah. Well, hosting it, you had Zoe Ball and David yes. Tennant, those famous comedians, <laughs> right? Okay. Get Joe uh, Lies sitting. I like Joe. Did he come on? Did he? I don't know, but he should have done. Should have. I'm um, surprised they didn't have a load of. We've gone on topic a bit, guys. Yeah, yeah but sorry. that's what this show's all about. <laughs> sorry, um, it's very rare Rubber that we chat. stick to the actual thing <laughs> that we're supposed to talk about. Um, what, do we, what were we talking about? Oh, series three. Series three. Yeah. Series three. So, so any situations that you would like to see them in? I th- oh, well, let me have a think. Let me have a think. Comet Reef. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think they could do more with the fishing thing. I think there could be a whole episode by the river. Mm. Yeah, with... with, uh, with Charlie Curtin. would love that. Well, he would, wouldn't he? Do, yeah. Does he fish for He's real? He's a proper then? fisherman. Oh, okay. yeah. Proper fisher. Well, then, yeah. So, well, I think like I think they could do more of a whole a whole day by the river because, frankly, as I say, as a kid in the countryside, I could have spent a whole day and did more than once at the river sitting by the river and and swimming yes in the river with the tadpoles catching snotty gogs remember snotty gogs what? Yeah. We've had this conversation <laughs> Even before. I, and I'm yeah. local to this and I didn't know what What's snotty that? gogs well, are. Snotty gogs, I'm sure. Bullheads. What are they? Bullheads. Oh, okay. Do you remember the bullheads? You can't eat fish? those, right? No, they were the big, big headed fish with a long tail. Like a giant tadpole, weren't they? Almost. And then you called them what? Snotty gogs. Who called them that? That's what we called them. We, we, who, we? As in, you and your family. As in our gang. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why <laughs> I'm that doing the that. gang. No, it was the Snotty Gog gang. It's our crew. What's the password our for crew. that? The posse. <laughs> Stickleback, you're in. Stickleback. Uh, I, I was, we did that. We spoke about it ages ago, didn't we? And no one yeah. else had heard no, the word Snotty Gog, so I thought no. maybe I dreamt it. I think you did. Yeah. But Sorry. no, you put it out on Facebook, and there were a few people that came back and said, no, I have heard that yeah. term. E- email us, WTAFThisCountry <laughs> at Hotmail.com if you've heard of Snotty Gogs. Snotty Gogs. <sighs> What a way to finish the show. <laughs> <laughs> now, give us your arm. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God, right, yeah. Uh, we, will, we will say our goodbye before Anna just warms the needle up again. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Anna. It's been really fun. It's been what, loads uh, of fun. Yeah, so what are you doing? Are you on air tomorrow? Are you... On air every day, Han. Yeah, every day, 9 tomorrow. till 12, BBC Radio Gloucestershire, or you can catch me at any point that suits you on the BBC Sounds app for 30 Wonderful. days. And, um, yeah, do you know what? I'm the most downloaded of all the programmes, just saying. So Fantastic. There are people Excellent all stuff. over the world on earlies or in Australia or something that are downloading it. So, yeah. And who's your guest for tomorrow? Remember? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Not that I wanted you to tell them because they'd have remember. to listen in, wouldn't they, to find out? <laughs> they have to listen in to find out, yeah. And also listen in because there may be another booby moment. Who knows? <laughs> Who always knows? worth a listen for the booby. <laughs> <It's> always <laughs> worth a moment. I'm going to be listening. I'll tell you that for a fact. It's a shame there's their webcams and everything or not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that kind of radio station. Thank you very much, Anna. It's been so much fun chatting Thank to you. you. It's been it has fun. been Thanks, great guys. fun. Thank you. Uh, Neil, do you want to do a little bit of housekeeping Absolutely, for us? I can. We're on, on all then. the social media sites, so that's Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, and probably something else I've missed. No, that's that's good. You just got to get the name right now. Uh, so it's at WTF This Country. Well done. See, I'm learning. Well I'm done. Learning. You're getting good. You can go to our website, which is WTF Podcast. 
Com. Well done. Team and team. you can email us, like Pav said earlier. Oh, I'll get you in on that. WTAF hot, <laughs> this country at hotmail.com. I nearly <laughs> missed it. Nearly missed it. Well done. And you can also uh, help support the podcast at uh, patreon.com forward slash WTAF. We've got loads of signed goodies by the cast uh, for different uh, reward amounts. Just go to the website and check that out. Fantastic. Thank you once again, Anna. Thank, Thank you, Anna. Thanks, it's guys. been great to have Brilliant. another a, a true professional here as, <laughs> as normal. And uh, Neil, thank you very much. Thank you very much, pal. As always, thank you everybody else for listening and go and get plumbed, you fuckers. <laughs> Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.